Hey, teens. Oh, hey, teens. Uh, sorry we didn't post an episode last week, but, you know, John was out of town living life, and uh, we can't always be here for you. Even, even podcasters need vacations. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is a very tough job for us. We, you know, record two hours a week, probably. It's really grueling, but we're back full force. Yeah, and we have a wonderful guest today. Um, he just released a new book, uh, Crap Kingdom. This is our second young adult novelist. That's true. On the show. But also a very funny comedian, DC Pearson. Hey guys. What's up, dude? How's, how's it going? It's how's going it's going great. great. Thanks for asking. <laughs> uh, you know, we've got this great podcast and things awesome. are going well, good, but enough about us. I act, well, as I was gonna say, I actually barely survived squirrel <laughs> squirrel apocalypse today. Squirrel so Mageddon. Um uh, I got a frantic phone call from my wife that woke me up this morning. She was walking the dog. And she was... Oh, no, I thought you were like, she's my wife. We live in different wife. houses. <laughs> we, she called me. She can't stand me. Yeah. Uh, and apparently, my dog had gotten hold of a squirrel, which oh, we'd no. always wondered what he would do, because he kind of like chases them a little bit, and uh, he got the squirrel in his mouth, and then uh, the squirrel kind of jumped out of his mouth. Didn't break the skin or anything, but my wife is a very... Uh, she's a very nervous person, huh. and apparently one of her biggest fears is rabies. So she was like... I did not know this. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, she was like in a panic, being like, oh my God, oh my God. We just got a letter in the mail saying that he needs his rabies shot renewed. And she's like, oh my God, he's, he's going to have rabies. He has rabies. We have to quarantine him. She's like getting ready to call the ASPCA to like have them quarantine the dog for two weeks. I'm like, no. He doesn't have rabies. But then the <laughs> squirrel ran into my garage and I had to get it out of the garage. And one thing about me is I'm... I realize I'm terrified of little animals. <laughs> I have this tough exterior, but I'm like, yeah, very tough. Yeah, <laughs> you guys can't see it at home, but he's wearing a leather jacket. Yeah, yeah exactly. He's wearing seven different white t-shirts with uh, packs of Marlboros, Marlboro Reds, uh, and I'm, I'm rolled up in the sleeves, smacking my fist. Oh yeah, you we you have a special dampener for that <laughs> that makes it not uh, read on mic. But yeah, yeah exactly. you're constantly pounding your fist into your open palm. Exactly. Uh, and so I had to chase the the poor little dazed squirrel out of my um, my garage with a tube of wrapping paper. <laughs> <laughs> the and manliest thing to use to did you say get a Merry Christmas? Yeah, Merry Christmas, <laughs> motherfucker, Gaddy. I don't ever want to see you again. Um, but I'd like to report everybody's safe. I don't think my dog has rabies. I think squirrels don't actually really carry rabies from what I, from what I could find on the internet. But I did find. Um, I love the website Yahoo Answers. Not sure. Not because oh, I like yeah. to get answers, but because I like to see people be assholes to each other. And one of them, somebody wrote in, was like, "My dog just picked up a dead squirrel in its mouth, and I'm just really nervous. Like, what could go wrong? Like, what what could happen to him?" And the first response was like, "Well, maybe I would say." Don't be an idiot on the internet, but too late for that. Dogs get squirrels all the time. It's not a big deal. Like, what the fuck is this asshole's problem? He just likes to be an asshole. Yeah, he yeah. just likes to be an asshole, man. Asshole. Well, well, well. <laughs> Look at Mr. Squirrel Idiot. Wonders <laughs> on to Yahoo Answer. Like, very, just like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You should be ashamed. Of I have a uh, a Yahoo Answers story if you want. Oh, yes, want to hear please, it. please, um, please. Uh, I uh, it was almost a year ago exactly. So this this book that just came out is, is my second book. My first book right. is one called The Boy Who Couldn't Sleep and Never Had to. And as any uh, self respecting person does, I have a lot of uh, what are called Google alerts, uh -huh. which is where mm -hmm. you uh, you have Google email you when a certain phrase appears on sure. the internet uh -huh. in any context. Uh, and I have one out for the title of my first book, Boy Who Couldn't Sleep and Never Had To. And I, I got an email one day that was like, hey, somebody's talking about your book or whatever. So I went and looked, and it was a, a Yahoo Answers page. Mm -hmm. And the Yahoo uh, question that was being asked was, hey, I've been assigned uh, Boy Who Couldn't Sleep and Never Had To for my school's summer reading list. Uh -huh. But I haven't had time to read it. 
because I've been really busy and I didn't have time to get the book and my library is being renovated. And so I just got it like a week ago and I haven't had time and I've been really tired and school starts in a week. So is there anyone? Teen and I fatigue think, is a very serious problem. Totally. And I think from this point on, I'm, I'm relatively verbatim to the Yahoo Answers, but that was all, that was all stuff that was contained within it. But uh, it was like, uh, um, oh, so, so can somebody give me a summary of the book, including... And this is definitely verbatim, <laughs> including all relevant information. <laughs> uh, and um, I just thought it was hilarious because, first of all, nobody had answered it yet. I think yeah. maybe one or two people had answered being like, oh, you should, maybe you should just try to read, yeah, finish reading the book. book. Right, right. Um, and then uh, there was, although I wish there had been a guy that was like, <laughs> well, well, well. Here. People don't read books all the time. It's like the reading equivalent of a dog picking up a squirrel. <laughs> but, um, but so I was like, oh, that'd be it'd be kind of fun to like answer this and be like, I'm the author of this book to kind of like, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, like yeah. a little bit of kind of like gotcha, but also <laughs> like just it, just that it's kind of cool that the internet allows for that kind of interaction, oh, totally. right? Like, like there's it's so transparent, like. Everyone is on the internet. If you like talk shit about someone, yes. or if yeah. you if you say something positive, or, or anything between the two, it's like it is very likely, that, or not very likely, but it's like there's a possibility that that person will will see it. it yeah. I think we like to imagine that people reach a certain level of of whatever, and then they just are not of getting, not getting on the internet anymore. Yeah, like, exactly. Right, but you it. really, you know. They, I, I feel like uh, it's a lot more transparent than people think, and that's not to say like as a super famous person. <laughs> I just mean like well, the, assu- the the assumption that somebody would have that I wouldn't see that just because it's like oh I'm an author that they got assigned for their school reading thing or whatever. So I was like okay I'm gonna write this person back. So I, I wrote them back this response, which was basically I didn't because I didn't want to be like listen jerk uh, <laughs> you're I, taking money out exactly, of my pocket. Exa- yeah exactly. Well it's also like yeah. Uh, um, uh, so I, I wrote back basically, and the, the, the text of my response was basically like, "Hey, you know, I completely get it because I didn't read. There were books in high school that I didn't read uh-huh. either. You know, sure, the Scarlet sure. Letter. I still haven't read it, and I would <laughs> still try to participate in class discussions just based on like context clues and try to <laughs> right, whatever right. figure it out, which is a part of school I actually I actually sort of miss." Uh, like BSing in that yeah. in that way, but um, so I was like, but of all the books that you would not read for school, mine seems like kind of an uh, 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 an interesting choice to not read, given the fact that it's not like it's in like iambic pentameter. Right. 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 There's no talk of blacksmith. It's not the red. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. There's even like drugs and boobs and, and swearing in it to yeah. the point where I'm surprised that you were assigned it for for high school. school but yeah. cool. But it was cool. summer reading. It's, right. It's fine. Yes. Exactly. A little more. That's ooh, kind of more of like a boob thing. It's summer like, reading is code for it's like sleep the, with your teacher. It's the Baywatch nights. Yes. Of, like, <laughs> reading assignments. <laughs> exactly. Um, didn't they? Side note, didn't they have like supernatural elements on yes, Baywatch they Nights? Did, yeah. did they really? and shit? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Uh, I have got to watch <laughs> Baywatch Nights. But um, but so I was like, so that seems like a little bit of a weird one. And I gave them sort of like, here are maybe some ways that you could go about like trying to make reading it more fun for yourself mm-hmm. or whatever. I, I, I think you should, but it's up to you. And, and I just wanted to kind of like make it more fun. Like I, I wanted just wanted the whole thing to be fun. Right. And so then I like, I, it, it, I posted it then to my uh, Tumblr because I'm an attention mm-hmm. whore. Um, and then it started picking. It started getting really like it went know, viral, viral as they say, sure. like in Contagion. Uh, a bat ate some rancid fruit, and then a pig ate the bat, and then I got spoiler. a lot of spoilers. Um, but um, if that's a spoiler for that movie, like, you're, not, like, you're sitting there in that movie just like, oh, how did God. this? But wait a second, how did this right. happen? Um, but. Um, but yeah, so it got it went kind of viral, and it was interesting because it got a lot of great reactions. But there was a kind of good reaction that it got that I wasn't terribly fond of, and there was a kind of of negative reaction that it got that I wasn't terribly fond of. And the negative reaction was a lot of people being like, "Where does this guy get off? He doesn't understand what circumstances are going on in people's <laughs> lives. <laughs> like, how does he know? Like, really, like coming to this person's defense right. when they felt because they felt like I was attacking uh-huh. this person, which I totally wasn't. Like, I was so being like, "Look, I get it. I didn't read books either. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. totally understand. I'm not saying, oh." It's because it's mine. I'm offended, and how dare you not read my book? Fuck you. Um, And so there were a lot of people that were like, "How dare this guy like jump down this person's throat?" And that's when I realized I think people read things on the internet in the tone that they write things on (laughs) the internet. So like, if you are a person that like writes things on the internet, like, "Hey, good job, great, good for you, whatever," you're like trying to give people the benefit of the doubt. 
than which I feel like is typically a, 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 a tone reserved for people that don't write a whole lot of things on yeah, the internet. Yeah. I feel like people that write a lot of things, and when I say write things, I don't mean like blog posts or you whatever. Mean like I mean trolling. mostly like yeah. comments, yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. Or, or, or tweets at celebrities being like, oh, fuck you, yeah. <laughs> you're ugly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, woo! My name's Sean. I did it. Uh, it's like, hey guys, I'm Steve. I'm an internet commenter. Right. I just, you know, that's, that's how I spend my days. That's what uh, I do. 14 followers on Twitter. Yeah. Check, I have check a for me. pretty big readership. Uh, but I've got 19 different accounts just to harass 19 right. different exactly. accounts. Exactly. So, so people like, so, so, but if you spend all day on the internet and kind of in that tone of like, oh, fuck you, wait, what is, how is, wait, looking at every like little news item on the yeah. NNAV club, me like, wait, who's, who's getting fucked here? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. like, trying to figure out what the scam is or yeah. whatever. Um, you're going to assume that people have the same tone that you're bringing to things. Mm-hmm. So people were reading my thing that was, tr- I thought, trying to be like, hey, uh, be cool if you, whatever. And they were reading it like, listen, jerk. <laughs> uh, and then, and then, well, 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 Mr. Author. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and then, there, because it was like around, it was like, I guess in like August, because um, it, so it was getting to be like back to school time, a lot of like news uh, places picked it up, which was great. It was cool. Mm-hmm. I got to like go on like BBC radio and all this oh, really cool good. shit. It was wow. great. Um, but some of them picked it up in a way of like, stupid teens can't read a book. <laughs> Too much iPhone? You know, like, like that kind of thing, which was, uh, which was, which I didn't, because I was like, I also wasn't going for that. I wasn't going for like, kids today are so dumb. Uh-huh. The kids are playing Angry Birds. Right. <laughs> there was so much. There was, a, there was also a lot of that, of people who, who liked what I had written, but liked it because they felt like it was written in a tone of like, uh, stop having pimples and start reading. <laughs> um, which, which I was, which I was a little, a little, annoyed by so that was my yahoo answers experience right. and then they ended up uh taking the yahoo answers yahoo answers took the the thread down because it oh, wow. for some reason violated their terms of service which huh. i don't understand why i was i was annoyed by it because i was like in all of the the places that it got written up it was like yahoo answers yahoo answers yahoo answers and you would feel like that would be good, good. for them yeah totally i know but, right it's an open forum where um, people can converse with yes, authors exactly. of the books that they're Author. reading. <laughs> converse with such people as authors. On a much Jerks. much <laughs> Morons. <laughs> on a much, much smaller scale Please. to that. I, um, uh, when I was in college, a friend and I made a movie that got released by Trauma. And just recently, it's, it's been on, um, on demand on certain, in oh, certain cool. markets. And so then a lot of people have been tweeting about it. So I have like an now, old Everybody bear in mind, Eric hasn't been in college for a long time. Yeah, so no, it's like, this is like a, a long time. Oh, wow. Ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it just sort of got <laughs> churned up. Yeah. Like something that was like in a layer of silt at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> exactly. Foot hits it and it's like, now it's on demand. I yeah, guess. exactly. Yeah, that's cool. And then like, uh, it was on the front page of, uh, sorry, the front page of Reddit for a little while. And oh, then, wow. So people started tweeting about it and they'll either say, this is the best movie ever because it's like a fucking awful, ridiculous movie. Right. Or they'll say, this is the worst movie ever. And either way, I'll fave their tweet mm-hmm. and like respond to them and be like, hey, I agree to both of those. Like, right. Oh, that's great. Both of those things. And um, I find that usually, uh, at least in this very limited experience, because it's not a lot of ton of people, but they're usually like, even the worst ones are like, oh, well, you know, it was still kind of funny. Yeah. Like, right. Like, they're like, afraid of hurting your feelings. Totally. I'm like, no, it does not hurt my feelings. Yeah. I made this movie when I was 22 years old. Right. And it, like, it's a, we made it for $200 and it's a piece of shit. But, $200? Um, $200, that $200 was it? yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I, I feel like there's, anytime you, um, anytime you kind of like, open up an internet exchange to kind of be like, hey, there's other people in the world that are paying attention. Maybe even the people that you're talking about. I feel like any one of us, and I I think I've found myself doing this too sometimes, like, excuse me, not even just because you're like embarrassed or whatever, but just because I feel like you do, for the most part, most people have that moment of empathy where they're like, oh, this is a a person. Yeah, yeah, You know what I mean? Exactly. And then, well, there's also the, I've experienced the opposite where... Unfortunately, where for for the most part, I mean, I find exactly what you're describing to almost always be a positive thing. Like if somebody says to me like, oh, I read your book or I got your book or whatever. It's mm. like I always try to respond because mm. there's it's not like I'm getting that many of those. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, totally. Like, like I understand not wanting if you were like somebody that was on Chelsea lately and you were getting 50,000 tweets, you being like, I disagree about yeah. Chris Brown. I think he's a scholar. <laughs> um, uh, then I can understand or you would never want to respond to that. But when yeah. it's just somebody being like, hey, I, I picked up your thing or patronized your thing or watched yeah. your YouTube video or whatever. I feel like the, 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 you're not getting that many of those. Yeah. It's, it's like you can take the time to just be like, oh, cool. Thanks. 
It's so yeah. easy. But I definitely have also experienced the thing of people tweeting at me, like, you know what I mean? Like, just like, oh, at DC Pearson, what a sucky idiot. Or what, you know, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever yeah, it yeah. is. And then you might respond like, oh, hey, why are you being a jerk? And then sometimes that person will be like, oh, I didn't even realize you would see this. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I feel right. bad. They delete it. And then other times they'll like retweet your response mm-hmm. and then yeah. be like, woo, sweet. Yeah. Cool. Look at me. I got yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, that is like literally the definition of a troll. I guess yeah. I should yeah. not respond to that because it's just like somebody who just collects, yeah. you know, yeah. like, a, yeah, like a, just any interaction. Yes. They're just harvesting any interaction. Yeah. If when I was a kid, we had like any kind of access to, you know, authors and things like that. I'll just use that as the example. Uh, Bruce Coville and I yes, would definitely have sure. a lot of interactions. Oh, totally. I love <laughs> Bruce Coville. Yeah, he's right? great. Oh, he's the guy that wrote, like, My Teacher's, the, my teacher's an, alien. an Alien. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, all those My Blank is an Alien. <laughs> those, like, when I was a kid, those were the jam, and that was what it was all about. Yeah, yeah I think about those a lot, because they had one of the, I feel like the, the I, I read them when I was, like, the right age to read them. I yeah. feel like, you know, like, nine or ten or whatever. Um, and I, I wonder if kids still read them. I hope they do. But um, I wonder one what of the, old I, I Brucey like, Coville's up to these days. I don't days. know. I, I don't. You don't see great, him at any of the uh, trade shows? He's not making the scene the way R.L. Stein is. <laughs> yeah. I feel like R.L. Stein's all yeah. out there. Yeah, he's, he's on he's social media. Maybe Bruce Coville's on social media. I don't know. Let's look him up after. Let's look him up, guys. Um, but um, uh, one of the things that I always think about with those books is I remember... Because I don't think I read the first one first. I think I read like the third one first. Mm-hmm. That must have been so confusing for um, me. <laughs> <laughs> the continuity. What? Um, canon. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I, 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 I remember in, like, I think, and then I went back and read the first book, and I think in, like, the first book, there's one kid that, like, gets, like, he's like, yeah, I want to, his dad's a piece of shit, and he's like, yeah, yeah I want to be an alien now, so they, the aliens, like, take him away to their alien planet, <laughs> right, right. and then in, like, the, I feel like the second or third book, like, his dad, who was, like, an abusive father, is just, like, wandering around the town like a haunted Well, this, the second book is just called My Father is a is Piece it? of Shit. <laughs> My Father is Suicidal. Um, I feel like, yeah, there's, there, there's a... And like, it My Father of, is Absent. Exactly. It's sort of never really resolved, except it just like... It, it feels like a very uncommon thing in, in children's literature to just have like... Yeah, and then this guy's like, "Oh, what have I done? Yeah, he's Where's the, my son?" You know, town I mean? drunk. Now. Yeah, right. It's it's like so it's so uh, kind of cool and like sort of. I mean, yeah. maybe I, I I maybe some my teacher as an alien head will really get on me for for misremembering the events of the book. But um, but I feel I feel like I remember that happening, and it, it feels very uh, feels dark, yeah, man. Yeah, totally. Uh, so th- this show is primarily about uh, teenage years, and that's actually a, a good segue into that sure. um where did you grow up dc i grew up in phoenix arizona oh our first arizonan yeah it's true is that what you, we call you guys arizonans arizonans i guess so arizonians i don't know we don't Arizo- are we okay with that yeah <laughs> I'm, i'll take it yeah i will speak for all of arizona when sure. i say yes so what's it like growing up in arizona um it's it's Fine. I mean, it's it's interesting. Like I, I I've talked. Uh, you know, I've t- this isn't Yahoo Answers. You oh, can, okay. You can say <laughs> yeah. what you okay, really cool. mean. Um, few. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's um, it was interesting. It was particularly interesting. I feel like growing up in the time that I grew up because it was this very particular interval where there was a lot of uh, what they call white, charmingly referred to as white flight yeah. from mm. California in the in the eighties. Yeah. Um, yeah. And now I grew up. Like I'm, I was born and raised in Arizona, and that's where my family is from. And my mm. my my dad and both and mom's side of the family go back there for like a generation or two. Um, but there was a lot of people that moved out from California in the '80s and '90s, and um, sort of made it this like gigantic, sprawling suburban, you know, mm-hmm. wonderland, so to speak. Um, it's very dry and very like just sunny all yeah. the time, yeah. the way you would imagine that it is. Um, and so there was just a lot, there was that, that kind of like sort of, uh, and I was born in like 84 and there was that, that sort of, when I was growing up that like Clinton era feeling of sort of endless potential, Possibly. you know what I mean? Like yeah, endless, yeah. just sort of like, all right, fucking we got Fleetwood Mac playing, <laughs> he's, he's been elected 1992, everything's going, you know, great. Saxophone's got, cool again. Exactly. <laughs> Saxophone is so cool, you know, like we've got like racism's pretty much on its way out. Yeah. Probably the whole L.A. riots thing. That was like the last. Yeah, like we yeah, pretty yeah. much have it all. 
ironed out. Now everyone's in racial, in total racial harmony. You know, <laughs> once we get kids to stop cutting up six pack rings, uh, <laughs> to start cutting up six pack rings. Rather, we'll have the whole environment thing figured out, yeah, and it'll yeah. just be because, like you, I'm, I'm sure, I think you, I, I'm assuming you guys are, are pretty much my same age, mm-hmm. just yeah, judging yeah. by the posters that you have on your wall, John. <laughs> um, and uh, there, you know, there definitely, I feel like there was that feeling in the early '90s of like global warming and acid rain and whatever. Yeah, and, like these things that you hear about, but they felt the very ozone. like global warming. Well, you gotta, you gotta knock this thing out. Yeah. You know. <laughs> And uh, once we knock it out, and probably with a couple of Intel chips, we'll be good to go. Uh, <laughs> we'll be good to go. And, and Silicon Valley, yeah, see you guys Silicon later. Valley. Somehow Windows ninety five will fix global warming, <laughs> and we'll be good to go. Um, and so th- there was just that. I, I feel like, and, and other smarter people than me have talked about that. That, that, that feeling that like before. 9-11 happened, yeah. it was a feeling of like, eh, history is pretty much over. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is, is going to be it. Right, now. exactly. We're in the we're, future. Yeah, now. we're sort of, exactly. We're sort of skating towards this like, you know, what they would imagine in the 1950s to be the future where we all live right. in like, sky right, cities right, right, right. and are like, ah, and I don't know, we have orbs and shit. Um, also, <laughs> Winner of the Kentucky Derby. To, right? <laughs> I was just going to say, the horse named Orb was, did, did like fucking five owners of card and game stores get together? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? They all just drank like a six pack of Mike's Heart Lemonade one night, and they're just like, "Let's buy a horse." Twenty-sided <laughs> die was already a horse. Um, we I, shall name him. We shall christen him Orb. <laughs> uh, He's being ridden by an actual elf. Nuts. Not to interrupt, but uh, do you do you guys remember an episode of the Golden Girls that dealt with the hole in the ozone layer? Because it's like burned into my childhood. Uh, it may have actually well been an, an NBC special that had the Golden Girls. At one point, the Golden <laughs> Girls came out and said, "Like the hole in the ozone layer is a very big deal," and they like showed pictures of like polar ice caps melting and stuff. And for some reason, that more than anything else, like the Golden Girls telling me about it, scared the fuck sure. out of me. <laughs> Whatever happened to the ozone real? layer? Because you're like, if the Golden Girls are worried about it, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're just like it. it's like they don't even have that much longer to live, and if they're concerned right. about it, then we should probably be really concerned, yeah, concerned exactly. about giving you know uh, like 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 leaving a better world for yeah, exactly yeah. man those girls for the younger golden girls for, uh, for AC Slater and Jenny Lewis who guest starred on the Golden <laughs> I don't know is that true yeah of course it's true you know everything about it forget <laughs> it we're going to go down a Golden Girls wormhole here continue, <laughs> continue DC um, uh, but, but so yeah, group so of Phoenix kind of that, things like, were good and, and, I, and I feel. Phoenix to me really sort of seems of and especially during that time yeah. really typifies that feeling to me of like right, of like right. sort of endless nineties based potential. Sure. Yeah. And that's and that's why I feel like more than more than anyone, I think that that that, that our generation will have a, a really uh mentally and emotionally tough time for the rest of our lives. Oh interesting. Because <laughs> well I really do. Because um we f- we were First of all, we're the, the the generation I feel like that best straddles the like no internet internet yes, mm-hmm. yes. and also straddles the like no nine eleven nine eleven thing yeah. right because yeah. you know you you kind of had maybe like the first ten to fifteen to to twenty years of your life yeah. pre that stuff and Eight. then you ha- are gonna have the rest of it after that stuff really totally came into I was its like, full flower I was eighteen when it happened I think or nineteen mm-hmm. and like before that. that it was just like yeah it was all like. You know, chocolate ice cream and hand jobs. Yeah, we're just, <laughs> yeah. We're just coasting here, people. Yeah. Exactly. So like, oh, what's in the news? New Radiohead album? Yeah, All right. Right, right, <laughs> yeah. right, exactly. I'll skip and Radiohead's on. like, hey, guys, we're really worried about third world debt and whatever. Yeah. Like, All right, Radiohead. Shut up, Radiohead. <laughs> <laughs> Technology will never take over our lives. That's ridiculous. You're being ridiculous. Um... Uh, you're just like a, a more depressed bush. I think you can all agree. Um, uh, but so um, so things so things are yeah exactly. So things are so, cool. Things are cool in Phoenix. Right, right, right. So, so but but I do feel like we're gonna as, and, you know not to be depressing, but I do feel like sure. we're gonna have a lot of stuff to work out. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. people born after us, like I guess maybe people that would be quote unquote referred to as like millennials. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the, these realities to them are children more, of the or, bush. Are realities. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. They're not things that they feel like a promise was made to them that was then reneged upon. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. they're like. Whereas I feel like that's gonna be kind of our particular struggle, right. and I feel like that's why we're 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 such easy targets for like nostalgia y stuff. Yeah, is because mm-hmm. we're like, oh, dude, stick stickly. Remember, <laughs> <laughs> my parents were still together. Back in the day, um, yeah, yeah. And, and and I feel like that's that's been true of every uh, of every generation to a certain degree. Like, it's not to say that we're the first people to to get really into like nostalgic stuff mm-hmm. at all. 
Um, but I feel like that's what makes us so so a target for it is because the 90s really are going to be these yeah. like the 50s it's sort that of, we're always right. going to be hearkening back to as like a more innocent remember time. when exactly. <laughs> yeah. those were the good old days it sort of does account for that whole like boys who refused men who refused to grow up phenomenon where it's like yeah I'm like a 30 year old guy I like playing Xbox and you know maybe I'll get married one day I don't know like <laughs> that's, right. I think it's all I, that that uh, relates to what you're talking totally. about. Totally, yeah. like, absolutely. It's like nostalgia that we refuse to let go of, like this right. simpler time, right? And and, and 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 yeah, because you feel like you, you you never really heard the starter's gun of like when you're supposed to yeah. begin yeah, yeah, life, yeah. and also like what and, and and also like start doing what? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I still don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so. Your high school experience. Um, I, my mom just recently moved to Arizona, like last, I think it was oh, a year right. and a half ago, in Mesa. Sure. And um, so I have very limited exposure with Arizona. I've never been. Um, was the high school makeup of it like your typical nerds versus jocks kind of situation? I mean, here's the thing. Maybe, but right. I, 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 and and and, and I, I don't. I'm not trying to be one of those people that was like, well, I could really maneuver through sure, all sure. the clicks or oh, whatever because yeah. maybe I thought that but I actually actually wasn't and it wasn't yeah, like I was right. really like maneuver it wasn't like I don't know like I feel like when you hear that you get an image of kind of like a freaks and geeks like there's the sure. pressures and the burnouts sure, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. the, the you know and like and there I, I guess there were that those I guess there were those clicks to a certain degree but they were very different like I feel like one of my I feel like just just flat out one of my favorite uh, scenes in a movie in the past couple years has been the the, the scene. First of all, the, the the opening scene in Twenty One Jump Street, where uh-huh. you oh, see so like good. Jonah Hill as kind of a like Eminem inspired yeah. like because I feel like that feels like something that really hasn't been really captured yet. Like yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. you still because movies and TV shows are typically made by people that are a lot older sure. than the current generation. Like and that you you feel like we're still stuck in the like if it's a quote unquote white rapper kid, he's kind of got the like. I don't know, Seth Green in Can't Hardly Wait. Right, yeah, right, right. Giant yeah, yeah, vest. Yeah, yeah. Thing, yeah. You know, like, um, yeah exactly. So, Goggles like, was, on the top of the That was the first head. time that you saw, exactly. That was the first time you saw, it's like, that kid, it's like he probably wasn't trying to like rap or anything. He just was that kid. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he was like, yo, yo, yo. He was just trying he was, to find his identity. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. exactly. So it feels like they're, 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 you know, like, and then, oh, and then the other thing I was going to say is when they show up to the school uh, as, as like cops, as uh-huh. recovery cops, and they realize they're like, they can't even identify Oh, I love that anymore, that so yeah. and I feel like that—that's the same thing. If you were to go to a high school today, it's like uh-huh. there would be social strata that you can't totally. even. I mean, like mm-hmm. there are certain. I think there are certain dynamics that persist through time, but there are just like there are. Uh, you know, you would witness social strata that you hadn't even imagined before, mm-hmm. and, and different permutations of things. You wouldn't be able to to break things down um, as easily. And I guess I, I feel like my high school experience, I, I, didn't, I wasn't really super duper aware of what all the social ins and outs of everybody was because I was just mostly sequestered in the uh, theater oh, wing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Yeah, exactly. Because we had a, so I went to a public high school called Mountain Point, with, which has an E in it for some Ooh, reason. Oh. Mountain Point with an E. It's the rich school. And the, apparently. Well, the, not really, but the, 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 the rumor was that, or basically I think it was the kind of, it was like a school that opened because it was in this suburb that at the time was very affluent. Okay. And then like, as the 90s became the 2000s, it became like, okay, well, it's like a suburb now. It's not like the nice suburb. Uh-huh. It's like the, the yeah. suburb. Yeah. And then and then when I was in school, another school had just opened up a little further out called Desert Vista, Ooh. which was way nicer. And they were like, Vista. they were like, they, oh, now these are the, these are the rich kids. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't Richie so much riches. in your school the where there's a division. It was just school to another school. School to school. But that's yeah. also like third hand. I experienced right. that. You know what I mean? Like I, I, sure. I feel like if I had been more sort of in tune with the, the whole social beat of everything, I may have like, yeah. see, you know, like it, it felt like the DV kids were more like druggy. The way I feel like the richer kids always kids. are. Yeah. It's Desert Vista yeah. for all of you yeah. <laughs> laymen's out there. All you Phoenix insiders. Um, <laughs> this is strictly for poor people. Um, but, um, uh, you know, like I feel like that's always the case. Like you always have like maybe like the Catholic school or the private school. Right. Where it's a little druggier because yeah. they have more money. Yes. Whereas absolutely. the thought would always be like, oh, it's a poorer school. Therefore, it's probably grimier and whatever my friend but went, it's like i'm sorry go ahead oh was, uh, my friend went to like a private catholic all-girls school and she was saying that they would do like cocaine in the bathroom not her right but like she would walk yeah, in right and, and girls were like you know at, like like that uh what's that movie where like the girls are 
are all like vomiting in the bathroom after uh, after yeah 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 Heather's uh-huh. yeah, exactly like and there's she said it was literally like that like she you would walk into the bathroom and people would be like making themselves vomit and doing coke mm-hmm. off of the sink like, what the fuck right like, that's like, crazy like, yeah there, it's just, it's so funny it's like I feel like you would go you would you would have cause to interact with some other like group of some from of kids from some other high school and you're like what are you guys fucking doing yeah, 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 yeah. in my totally. public high school the only thing people were doing in the bathroom were like trying to not be embarrassed while shitting oh, quietly, right, shit quietly. <laughs> right exactly yeah i feel like there's a certain like i don't know like when you see like a show like the oc or something and you're it's like a, a rich kid school it's like there's a certain amount of like they're they have more money they're trying to be a little more grown up yeah they're I don't know. It just feels to me, and maybe it's because I didn't go to that school. Yeah, that yeah. to me feels a little more like dangerous. Totally. Well, totally. I mean, like in the public schools and everything, it's you know you're always being very careful about what people think of you. But when you're in the like private schools, everyone's doing blow and throwing up. It's just like <laughs> you're just coasting at that point. It's anything goes. <laughs> John, John, was it your school that didn't have bathroom doors? What? What? Somebody was telling me that their high school didn't have bathroom doors. <laughs> That's insane. So you mean it, like you mean like like doors doors to, to the stalls. What? So that's like crazy. if you had to poop, which they, I think they claim they didn't. They like would. Actually, they didn't poop. They didn't poop all through high school. But if they, if they did, you just have to do it with the door open, like a prison. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, it's yeah, awful. Awful. I also. Did they just not trust people that they would be doing something really? Oh, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I also know a guy who went to a school with no walls. What? Yeah, there was just there was like little partitions here and there, but it was uh, designed so there are no walls, so all the classes were next to each other. And that is the weirdest thing. Isn't that insane? Thing. Like, yeah, it's it was in uh, was it North Andover, Massachusetts. Designed by Google in Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah. yeah in, in Massachusetts. Massachusetts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I could see that in a place where like there's no rain. Oh no, there's outdoor walls. Oh, no okay. indoor walls oh, separating so classrooms. So it's just like a gigantic like gymnasium where everyone's yeah. just huh. kind of huddled yeah. around. Weird, weird education mill. Yeah. Cut it out. Uh, weird and you had schools. to go to class naked so that yes, you could tell yeah, that you were exactly. smuggling any education out. And also, it's like we're all the same. When it comes yeah. down to it, Whoa, you know, it's like, man. you know, I don't, it doesn't matter who you're wearing or <laughs> <laughs> what band you're representing. It's, you know, we're all the same. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I feel like I, 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 I didn't get, wasn't super clued into what all the clicks were. Cause but I, you were like a I drama, said, like, you were a drama super kid. duper drama kid. Yeah. Um, what, what, what uh, high school productions were you in? Um, so we had a ton, the, part of the reason I was such a drama kid is cause we had, and, and they still have. A really, really great, even though it's a public high school, a really awesome, robust uh, theater program. So we did like, whereas your normal school, you would do like one main stage play in the fall, which is like going to be like the Crucible, more mm-hmm. than likely. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, and then the musical in the spring, which brings in a lot of your non-normal theater kids. You know, you got a lot of football players and cheerleaders that come around for the musical. Um, we had, we would do like five main stages a year, Whoa, including wow. a musical, which was awesome. Um, and, and then in addition, there would be a lot of like student directed one acts because there was a a drama class that you could take. It was like, it was like a level, like three or four drama class called like advanced acting and directing Mm -hmm. where you would, uh, your main project for the year would be directing a one act Mm -hmm. that you would cast other students And did you, uh, did you direct any? I did. I directed two, one, two, one, I guess. Mm -hmm. I can only remember one. So maybe it was just one. Um, but yeah, I, I wrote and directed, uh, a one act, um, my like junior year, I want to say maybe senior year. So what, what drew you to performing? Was it your theater experience or was there something before that when you were even younger? Um, um, it's a, it's a story I've told a little bit elsewhere, but I, I had a, um, when I was in uh, elementary school in like third grade, we had to do these like hand turkeys. (laughs) Yeah. Um, you know, like where you yeah, you know yeah, draw yeah. the hand and then you like decorate them or whatever for for Thanksgiving. Classic and Thanksgiving. classic <laughs> nonsense. Yeah, what is this bringing to anyone? Oh, well, kind of project. My um, my wife is uh, quickly. My wife oh, is sure. a teacher, and you wouldn't believe how many times they're just like, okay, what will occupy the kids for right. thirty minutes? <laughs> uh, and that the hand turkey is a classic hand, hand turkey Tuesday real good trick <laughs> we've all got hands oh not yeah. you oh dear um, but turkeys yeah. <laughs> turkey turkey claw um, so but, you're doing a hand turkey oh yeah doing a hand turkey um, and I for whatever reason when I was working on it at home I, I said to my mom like oh I think it would be cool to like to like write a poem to go along with this this hand turkey and she was like faggot uh, yeah, exactly. yeah. My, 
my mom was uh, Steve Holt from Arrested Development, yeah. which not a lot of people know. Um, but yeah, and then she shoved me in a locker, and that was it. Um, but um, so I was like, and, and she was like, oh, that's a cool idea. And then I was like, yeah. And then I think I had basically the instinct that you're describing, yeah. where I was like, never mind. Everyone's uh, going to think I'm a loser. Uh, the sort of inside of your uh, inside of yourself already by that age, and um, and so I was like, eh, maybe not. And she was like, no, you should do it. You shouldn't like. You should want to put more work into something than is uh-huh. than is required. Yeah. And I was like, all right. So I did it, um, <laughs> nice. and I and it was like a a, a night before Christmas. Parody themed around ah, Thanksgiving, right. right? Sure, kind of um, spoof. And that's the story. I just wanted to tell you guys how clever I was. <laughs> no, um, so I, I, I brought it in, years and, the, and the teacher, I think, was like, "Oh, well, whatever." Because when you're a third, oh, well, third grade teacher, <laughs> when you're a third grade teacher, there's there's so little light shining into your yeah, into your yeah. world that I think just a kid like going above and beyond the call of duty yeah. uh, is, is is thrilling. So she was like, "Oh, cool." And then so she showed it to the principal. The principal was like, "Oh, you should read." this on the morning announcements and so i did and it didn't make me get beat up it also didn't get me like (laughs) a ton of like acclaim yeah but it was still i mean you can't deny that that's public exposure right at that point like that is publicity that's part of the most exposure you could get in that in your totally exactly well until i hired a publicist in fourth grade do you you have a google alert set up for your hand (laughs) turkey phone (laughs) yes exactly um so uh so yeah so i think that was sort of the first like, because it, cause it was sort you of... You got the bug. It was sort of a fusion of, like, writing and performing and just, like, getting attention yeah. and the acclaim of grown-ups, which is... And I often often talk about this in, in various contexts, but but being one of those kids where you're like, I'm basically a grown-up. Grown-ups, <laughs> sure, let's yeah, be honest. Yeah. Surely we you can, can level like, with... I'm like, one of you. To your parents' yeah. dinner party with, like, some charts. Like, grown-ups, I think we can agree <laughs> that I am mostly a grown-up and let me sit at this table and talk about right. it. I don't know. Yeah. Don't ask, don't tell. Um, <laughs> you just want to show them how you can cut up a, uh, a six-pack... Right, exactly. Uh, uh, ring. Ecology, I care about the environment. Yeah, thank yeah. you, like grown-ups do. Just so you guys know, if we don't do this, we're all gonna die. <laughs> Estelle Getty told me. Estelle Getty told me. <laughs> I know who that is. I'm yeah. an adult. Just like rest you. Her, God rest her soul. Uh-huh. Um, so, so yeah. So that was, I think, kind of the, 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 the first sort of like, oh, performing mm-hmm. or right, whatever right. is, is you know... Or, uh, the first like... And yeah. so it just you just happened to luck into a high school where there was such totally. an emphasis totally. on... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I actually had moved from... Like right before middle school or right before high school, had moved from where I would have been. I would have gone to Desert Vista, and then we moved oh. like like a block away, and then I was in the boundary of, of Mountain Point. And then, so a friend of mine, like my best friend from like all throughout elementary school and middle school, this kid Trevor, his sister had gone to Mountain Point or was going to Mountain Point, and she was in their like theater program. Mm-hmm. And really liked it. We had gone to see like some play of theirs, and it was like Sound of Music, and then like you know all kinds of Nazis come storming in at one point. You're like, sure, fuck yes. yeah. This is like Wolfenstein. Yeah. Um, where's the robot Hitler? <laughs> and uh, and so so I, I remember very vividly like going to him taking us down after the first day of high school, which is very sort of like whoa daunting experience. Mm-hmm. Down to like the theater wing where there's just all these kids fucking goofing around and mm. the kid wearing a shiny shirt and whatever. <laughs> and, you're like, and it really did have that feeling. Now I've you know, seen like everything. A, a cool Asian girl in like you know Nightmare Before Christmas tights. You know, like you're like you're like I'm in. I'm I'm fully in. I yeah. just want to do this all the time. Yeah. And so that that was very much the feeling was like always wanting to be. Mm-hmm. Down there, over there, you know what I mean, like yeah. like doing doing all kinds of stuff. So I, I initially, when I had gotten into high school, for whatever fucking reason, I really don't remember why I would have done it. But I mean, besides the fact that I was in band in middle school, so I played. We were talking about saxophone being mm-hmm. cool. Played alto sax oh. all throughout middle school because nice. if, you, if you took band, you didn't have to take PE. Um, oh, God, that really I was wish. the primary reason. I would I would have ex- done the same. I would have really? done the same thing. Too. Oh, oh yeah. Just in middle school, I think, band or PE. So, um, so then got into high school and was like, I think I'm still going to do band, going to do like marching band or whatever. Which, why did I do that? <laughs> um, I was so it was one of the, and, and I feel like this was maybe good training for for knowing when to like back out of things. Yeah. But like when you just show up to a thing and there are these people that just have such drive and commitment yeah. and, and, and endless love for it sure. and whatever and like and you're just like i don't yeah fucking you're just care. like yeah. wait you don't guys aren't care. in it for the a you're just like i just didn't want to play volleyball right exactly yeah. exactly yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. and so but also in 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 high school 
you didn't, it was like, you, you still had to take PE, even, uh, even if you were in band. So I was just doing it out of the goodness of my heart or yeah, whatever. Yeah. So You had so, a momentum going with that saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> Moment, like fifth chair momentum. <laughs> um, so, and I never practiced, like that was never, yeah. th- it was, I really remember that feeling of like, oh yeah, you're supposed to like take your saxophone home every day and practice. Okay, I did it once. Okay, now today I'm not doing the stuff I'm supposed to be doing. I'm just playing uh, the Imperial March <laughs> over and over again for 15 minutes, yeah. and then I'm going to go watch uh, TV. And then, and then after a certain point, she's like, "I'm not going to bring my fucking sex." Yeah, I, who am I kidding? My arm hurts. I had, a, <laughs> I had an experience like that where in, in band where I did percussion because I thought it'd be cool to play drums, but that also percussion meant was cool. I also it's meant, definitely very meant cool. I had to play the bells like the xylophone. <laughs> yeah, xylo- right, right, right. And so we uh, every week we would have like a recital of what we learned that week, and I just kept playing "Mary Had a Little Lamb" each week because <laughs> because I was like, oh, it's like my favorite song, right? but only because I wasn't like practicing that part. Right. I was just like so ha- having so much fun like banging on a snare drum. Totally. Uh, so I was like, oh well, you know, I've done it before, but it's an old favorite of mine. Yeah, right. <laughs> Mary Had I mean, a Little Lamb. Yeah. Why 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 hit him with the B sides when right. you play the hits? Yeah, yeah. I'm finding new things about <laughs> yeah. it. You know, it's sort of an exploration. It's all about the notes. Themes of like, <laughs> yeah, it's what's exactly. in between the notes. Right, 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 right. <laughs> you exactly. really need to pay attention to the real repi- yeah, repetition. You know, just sort of exploring like what is you know commerce. What is? Um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, so like like there there I just remember being in marching band and like and it's kind of like because I'm I, I'm a fairly driven person. I like doing well at things, but it was that sort of thing where it's like I wasn't doing that well at it, and I yeah. didn't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That should have been a clue yeah. of like, oh, okay, you don't really. Want to be doing this? My favorite. I will will say my favorite band. Ex- two favorite band experiences. The the first being just it, it was just a moment because I had a very like dry, sardonic, like acidic band teacher. Which uh-huh. if you can get one of those, that's the best kind of. Right. Just a guy who was very like, all right, here we go. Right, we're doing really. We're doing band. Mm, woodwinds. Where are you? you? Know what I mean? That very <laughs> that kind of guy. Um, and, uh, there were, cause uh, as you were talking about, you know, the percussion guys were actually cool. Uh-huh. Uh, and they just hung out play. in the back. Even though, I mean, it was kind of a feast or famine sort of thing where you sometimes <laughs> would have to play the, the, the xylophone or whatever. If you were one of the really cool guys, then if you were in marching band, you would the get quads. the quads, like, the quad yeah. drum. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, like yeah. when they, my brother play, played the quads. Oh, uh, like cool, like marching uh, yeah. cadences. Yeah. It was like, and all kinds of like really cool stuff. Right. Um, and uh, and so of course as uh, the, because they were cool they had like cool weird friends so they had yeah. the percussion guys had their own little like cloud of get a girl with the name before right, Christmas right, time right, right, right. I don't want to say like the shiny shirt kid right exactly no, I don't yeah. want to say like groupies but just kind of like hangers <laughs> hangers ons get out of here woodwinds sort of percussionist burnouts <laughs> hanger burnout hangers ons and I remember one uh, night after a football game we all came back into the band room we were gonna get yelled at for not having played I don't know we are the champions <laughs> slow enough um and uh and so we're all sitting there and the the percussions their their friends are in the band room and they're having a little mm. whatever and the the director like yells at them to get out and then as they're leaving they're kind of like, eh, whatever <laughs> <laughs> and, and right before the door slams the director just goes drive fast oh. <laughs> and I was like that was the illest burn that's I awesome that drive fast uh, the best. Um, and then, and then the, the, my, the sort of culmination of my, my, my high school marching band experience was the, my freshman year, I already pretty much figured out, okay, I'm going to finish out this semester in marching band mm-hmm. and then I'm going to like quit and just do theater stuff mm-hmm. full time, um, <laughs> really commit. 40 hours a week, um, and, uh, time and a half on, on holidays. And, um, <laughs> and, uh, but we still had to go to like state with our epic halftime show, The King and I, uh, um, ooh. And, uh, <laughs> which was, I mean, I know they're all bad. I feel like it was really bad. It was just really, because, like, you think about it, or you would watch, we'd watch, like, tape or whatever, mm-hmm. like, and be like, oh, these, it's just like, it's just little weird trapezoids yeah. of yeah, people, yeah, like, yeah. like, shaky trapezoids yeah. of kids moving around on the field in, in maroon uniforms. And, uh, and, 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 and so we get to, like, state or whatever, and right, this is, like, the last moment of my high school marching band career. We're at state. It's the big, it's the big time or whatever. 
I am going, like, walking backwards, which you're supposed to do on, like, your tiptoes, basically, because that's how you walk backwards in marching band, into, like, the final formation. And right as I hit the last step, I just fall. Uh, oh, no. And, and I just, like, sprung back up, and, like, that you could, like, watch it on, like, the tape. Me just, like, uh, like, boom, whoop, back up. Hey, that's good. Um, but um, a lot of the band kids were like, oh, man, embarrassing. Oh, look you know, at you. Like, really trying to, like, give me the business. Yeah, of, we're like, as strong oh, as our weakest link. You're right, exactly. Like, you know things are bad when the band right. kids are yeah. mocking you and you're one of them. <laughs> but then I really just, I felt just this elation of like, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. It's so freeing. I feel like it's, it's important to, 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 to not, to try to be in as few scenarios oh, sure, as, as, yeah. as possible where you just don't give a shit. Because otherwise, why are you there? But also when you can sort of identify that thing where you're just like, I don't. Yeah. yeah, I don't care. So it was so thrilling to have them be like, "Oh, you're probably pretty embarrassed." Just gonna be like, it's like, yeah. "Nope." I feel I'm like good. I remember just a moment of of right at the end there of something along the lines of one of those girls and just being like, "Yeah, well, read up. I don't give a shit." So <laughs> whatever. Like just really, just really like go back to your to your piccolo <laughs> section. So what you're saying is your next book is going to be about a marching band. Yep. Yeah, it's gotcha. going to be about emerge, emerging from. From, from marching band. Excellent. Transcending You, you heard band. it here first, everybody. Um, should we answer some questions? Yeah, let's do that. Uh, so, you can, you can go ahead and explain it. So DC, something we like to do on the show is steal questions that we find on forums for teen advice. Oh, cool. And sort of make fun of them. So we don't have to answer them seriously. We can okay. if we want to. But. We're not doing what most do on Yahoo Answers. I see. Yeah. Um, but we will we will try to answer these these questions the best we can in our, in our own special ways. Yeah. And if it sparks any sort of uh, memory, sure. then feel free. Yeah. Uh, this first question comes to us from a 16-year-old girl who asks, What fruit do you dislike most? I know this is random and don't mean to discriminate on fruits, but I tried papaya the other day and I thought, I was abs- I thought it was absolutely disgusting. Your thoughts? Interesting. Uh, actually, you know, I'd say for me... This is what teens think about, guys. <laughs> <laughs> for me, I'm not a huge mango fan. Really? Yeah. I just had mango. Yeah, I love. I love mango. Mango's, mango's great as long as I don't have to peel it. Oh, sure, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, peel go. It. Yeah, buy the buy the pre-sliced. Mm-hmm. And here's what I would recommend. Okay. Here's what you want to try with mango. Okay. For like a dessert, maybe one night you make this for your wife. Okay. This is the only thing I know how to make, <laughs> and it's cause it's so easy. It's like right. a street vendor thing. You just take. You got your get the pre-sliced. Get a, get a good one. Go to okay. like Gelson's or something. Don't go to. Sure, yeah, don't and, uh, skimp on the mango. And uh, lime juice. Oh yeah, oh, cayenne pepper. Cayenne. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Cayenne the fruteros definitely do that. Exactly. A lot. Yeah, it's in a, it's it's just like because it's a nice. Uh, it's just, it's very summery. Oh, it's good for I, summer. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's you know, it's like kind sweet, of fresh, spicy. exactly sweet, spicy, a little tangy. It's good. Oh, I, I like, like that it. the uh, the Thai restaurants do like the mango with the sticky rice and as like a dessert. Really uh, well, yeah, mm. I, I do actually like that because I love oh, sticky rice. Interesting. Yeah, um, sticky rice can't miss. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but so I'll we'll say this about this question. Here is how here is how fruit is like uh, improv shows. <laughs> um, because I feel like you you encounter especially because I'm I am I am an, an improvisor and ha, and have been for almost ex- exactly ten years now wow. and uh, um, and I feel like you encounter especially because I, I do stand up as well and you do encounter like stand ups or I'll go on people's podcasts or whatever or comedians or and there is a certain like attitude of like I mean improv right it's a little <laughs> you know. Um, and and or or you'll meet people and they'll be like, oh yeah, I saw. Or you'll you'll be in I don't know, you know, uh, Omaha or something, and yeah. somebody be like, oh, I saw improv. Oh, yeah, it's not good. Like improv's not good, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and 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 the problem is is that improv is is still is such a relatively new, relatively young, relatively obscure long form improv is a relatively uh-huh. obscure art form that when people are thinking of like oh improv, when you tell them you do improv, yeah. they're imagining. Some shitty show that they saw in college, sure. like it's, the, uh, the Forty Ounce Brothers present <laughs> Dumb Dicks Improv. Yeah, yeah. Where we do like uh, you know whose dick is it anyway? <laughs> uh, let me let yeah. me put my arms through your arms. Right, exactly. and then, I fancy myself a horrifically filthy Ryan style, <laughs> um, like that kind of thing. Or they're imagining like, oh, I went to like like a a a. a a, a perfect example of what it's like to be a, a, a UCB uh, improviser mm-hmm. would be like just sort of telling anyone like if you're in like a an audition or something or, or being like oh you do UCB stuff do you know uh, Greg like <laughs> yeah. Greg who and they're like Greg Torkelson I don't know he does like, improv and yeah, yeah and it's like oh it turns out it's like your friend 
who they used to know. It's like their old yeah. friends, ex-boyfriend, uh-huh. who they went to see his class show seven yeah. years oh, ago yeah, 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 at yeah, 1 yeah. p.m. on a Sunday. And so you know when you're saying, you say, I do improv, what they're imagining is not whatever you do, whatever. The best, it's not the best improv you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. It's not the yeah. best example of that. There's, it's the shitty like a one-on-one show. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's like the, the, the terrible class show that they saw Greg Torkelson do yeah. seven years ago at 1 p.m. on a Sunday. And that to me is, very, and I think so many things in life are like this, including yeah, but uh, fruit. Because I don't know that this person, because papaya also is not my favorite. It's favorite. an interesting example. It's you know, you don't see papaya everywhere. You have to see. You have to specifically request the papaya. Papaya can only. I feel like for me, papaya can only ever be so good mm-hmm. because it's because it's 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 like kind of mild. Like mm-hmm. papaya's not trying too hard. I feel like at its best, it can only be kind of kind of mild and and a little bit like mm, and like in, inoffensive a little right. bit. Uh-huh. Right. Um, and so I feel like, but if you get a really bad one, it can be really bad, just right. like anything else. Like, like you might have had an experience with somebody where like, oh yeah, so-and-so is a dick. And it turns out, oh, well, yeah. that was just like so-and-so having a bad day. A bad or maybe time. so-and-so really is a dick. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Like, or, it, or it's like improv where, you know, some improv shows don't go as well. Exactly. Like, right. Like, oh, yeah. that's the only one you saw? And then, right. Yeah, because maybe well, some, they asked for really one awesome. word. They, maybe they asked for one word and the person gave papaya. And then right. it's like, well, what the fuck did we do with that? Or you know? maybe Eric Awesome was drunk on stage. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. maybe. <laughs> and like, and, and, and I feel like you, know, you have that, like... That thing where you're like, oh, do you like somebody like, oh, do you you, you like the show Game of Thrones? Somebody's like, oh yeah, I saw like four minutes of it, yeah, of, like the middle of a too. season two episode while I was at my friend's house and a bunch of people were drunk and yeah. talking. I don't like it. And you're like, it's not, yeah. that's yeah. not really, you know, oh, what, what a drives, representative sample. What drives me nuts too is when somebody's like, oh yeah, I just didn't like that one guy's accent, so I, I stopped watching it. Like, what? Really? You yeah. I, like, I feel like people have a much higher threshold, uh, lower threshold for annoyance. Yes. Yeah. I do. I feel like some a, a really good life skill to try to cultivate if you can is like, let me see if you can cultivate a high threshold for, or a low threshold for curiosity and a higher threshold for annoyance. Because I feel like so many, there's so many people who are like, oh yeah, that person's voice was annoying, yeah. so I stopped. Well, I think or that like, also has to do with like uh, a different, I wouldn't say necessarily a generation, but you know, now we're, we're kids growing up have so many different options and right. they can change things so quickly and like just instantly that they don't let, let things sit and right. you know soak in a little or bit. Or it's like, why would it's you like, ever... Right. Nope, don't like it. You know, just instant it's decisions. It's sort of, and I, I think it, it sometimes can be, sometimes you're like, well, why did... In, in, in a nice and refreshing way, almost, you're like, well, if there's something that's really popular on the internet or some band or some boy band or something, excuse me, you're like, why did... Why do they have all these fans? And it's just because kids like it. They find yeah. it on the internet and they like it, and that's cool. A couple people decided, yeah, and they're and just then, like, hey, these guys are good. Okay, right. I like it. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and <laughs> so and that's, then. on the one hand, that's good, because you're like, oh, I guess things that are weird, or I don't know why they appeal to people. It's like they can still find find an audience, and that's and that's cool. But I think you're right, too. There's another, there's another thing at work where it's like, why would I experience anything that's not directly aesthetically pleasing to me immediately yeah. when yeah. there are so many other options out mm-hmm. there? Why would I why would I give something more of a chance? And so I think that's if you can if you can, everyone, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. I feel like you do yourself a favor to try to have a little more patience with almost everything. So our advice yeah. to this girl would be watch Game of Thrones. Watch Game of Thrones. Is it wrong to have sex with my boyfriend? Now, this is going to be a creepy one for me to read. Uh, I think I'm ready for sex. I'm 15 and my boyfriend is 14. 15 this June. We've been together for seven months. I told him I want to have sex when I'm 16, only if he's ready, of course, which he is. But I'm worried if someone found out that we had sex, could I go to prison? Would it be considered rape? Oh, interesting. I've actually... Um, I don't I was, think this I person knows a, what she's talking about. Uh, well, it, it is actually illegal for people in some states under the age of, I want to say 15 or 14, to even have sex. So both of them could is it really? actually... Yeah. Both of them could actually get in trouble. That being said, can you imagine that? Like, like no, nobody would... It would never... Don't worry. It would never go to trial. And, I, and, yeah. I, and I, feel, well, I feel like also, too, it just depends on whatever... Horrific spasm of Tea Party conservatism. Your local yes. magistrate yeah. is currently yeah, yeah, caught yeah, up yeah, in yeah. whatever email forward he got this week. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like unfortunately, like I, I, I do feel like I've seen more recently on Twitter because I, I follow a lot of alarmist liberals because I am an alarmist liberal. Yeah. Um, people being like, in such, such and such county, they're going to make it illegal for teenagers to have to, boobs or you know whatever, <laughs> whatever it is. Um, uh, and 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 so I don't know the particular legality of that it probably has everything to do with you know like whatever county you're in yeah, yeah. um also it's like you could you 
it doesn't hurt to uh, to not have sex. No, yeah, I mean exactly, that's the thing. Is exactly. you're 15, does, 16. Gonna, well, you can wait a little yeah, bit. Wait a little bit. Wait, you got the rest of your life to have sex. Maybe. Right. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And yeah, you will have the rest of your life to yeah. have sex. Um, here, DC, why don't you read this sure. next one at the top? Um, <laughs> uh, do you want me to read the just yeah, the, yeah, the, part? the, the, the both, both parts? Okay. The orange so, and um, The title is Title for Mystery Game Where We Help Ghosts Who Forgot Themselves Find Their Identity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making a game. The main character meets a ghost who forgot who she is, and he's going to help her find out. Plot and characters are already sorted out, but if you have some character suggestions, I'll be happy. Little uh, sort of animeized uh, emoticon. <laughs> um, now all I need is a title. Frown. Here's what this feels like. This feels like a backdoor brag. Right. right. Oh, of people like definitely. fishing for people to be like, "That's a great that's idea for a great game. Idea. Totally yeah, cool." Yeah. Or just like congratulate me for working on it. Which I gotta say, that sounds like an interesting idea for a game. Sure. Yeah. Sure. You know, uh, I don't know what uh, what I, game that what kind what if they're talking is it like, like a, a board, board game. game yeah. or, I, don't, I can't imagine kids are making a lot of board games game. these days. Right. I, I hope so. Um, that seems a little complex for a board right. game. May I suggest the title? Boo, am I? Ooh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, mo- moving on. <laughs> Uh, John, read it. All right. Oh, love this one. Next year, I want more of an indie slash hipster look. What are some things to add to my style? I love this look. I would love to dress like the Tumblr girl. What What are some makeup, hair, and clothes ideas to add to my normal style? This is a 13-year-old girl. Uh, well, she's 13. All right. Uh, God, hipster, what a meaningless word. Right. I hate it. Yeah, I, do. Oh, I have a whole kind of a, a bit I do on stage about it, but basically, like the the, the idea that that no one can really, I mean, it, it, it's a universal truth. No one can define exactly what a hipster is. Yeah. Some people are like, as I say on stage, some people are like, oh yeah, hipsters, they live in Portland and they make their own right. instruments. And then other yeah. people are like, oh yeah, hipsters, they have bones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they just, they just wear plaid shirts. Yeah, exa- yeah, know, exactly. Have beards. And, like, or, and I feel like you, and it's an interesting, it actually is a sort of a, 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 a fascinating sociological uh, um, uh, phenomenon, but like I, I do feel like, especially when you get into like, like sometimes when I'm home, you know, in Phoenix or where you talk to different people that aren't in like LA or, or New York or sort of more hipstery enclaves, mm-hmm. yeah, it really does become a weird, um, uh, uh coded word for like, um, rich person. Yeah, mm-hmm. I yeah, do feel like after a certain point, people are like, oh, iPhones, person. hipsters, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, there is yeah, sort yeah. of a weird coded thing well i mean yeah, hipster totally. used to just mean like you know in like the 60s it was like a mod person you right. know just like a yeah. cool or even before that like person. you like jazz yeah right. exactly yeah they're uh, now if you like jazz you could be like a neo hipster <laughs> or you could be a jazz dad that practice right. one of the jazz dads that practice at the 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 rehearsal space that i practice with my band and we always Ooh. see them they're just like jazz dad, you can tell jazz it's, dad. it's like they're it's like they're one night a week yeah. where they can all get together i still get emails i used to babysit this kid in uh, in prospect park and i got an email I, i'm still on an email it's from not his dad another dad of a kid that was friends with the kid that i used to babysit <laughs> who i babysat their kid like uh-huh. once or twice yeah. with the kid i normally babysat and the dad was already very it was like one of those like you're like you're, dad, you're like 60. You know what I mean? <laughs> Kid's like six years old. Um, but good for him, I guess. But um, his it, it, they have some, it's like, oh God, I wish I could remember. It literally is like the, the Hep Cats or whatever. Oh, no, and, no. They, and they have like a jazz trio that plays at like a local wine bar yeah, every... Yeah, yeah. Um, good for them. Right. Yeah. Good, literally good for them. But man, is Fucking there anything hipsters. with a, with a, um, a, a, a slimmer um, or just like... I don't even know what the, the, the proper term would be. It's just a, a harsh switchback between <laughs> super cool, just yes, the coolest yes. thing, cool. like fucking Blue Note, yeah. John Coltrane, just like, right. you know, Art Blakey, just yep. these old pictures. We got literally the cool, like, like the whole, that's the name of the Miles Davis album, is The Birth of the Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And it was the birth of the it cool. cool. It was Absolutely, literally yeah. the coolest thing ever. Yeah. And then, but you just like, I feel like you could listen to any jazz, <laughs> it's the definition of any jazz station. Like you listen to one and it's like, they play like, oh, cool jazz. And then sometimes you'll get like, and then you'll listen to one and it'll be a, a, a lady that's clearly like a 45 year old yeah. uh, uh, white lady named like Barnett. And she'll like be singing on the thing. It's like, I just want you to take me out of the town. <laughs> and you're like, oh, oh, yeah. God, just the worst. It's like, no, no, there's nothing with a, a quicker switch from like, all right. <laughs> oh, no, fuck. Oh, no. 
So yeah, more... well, smooth jazz. Yes, yeah, that, like, exactly. The, that's it. Smooth jazz. That's the guy. Yeah, yeah, the guy who like adjusted my eyeglass lenses when I was a kid, <laughs> playing like Dave Kaz every day. Right. Like whenever I went in there, right. it was like. Oh, the worst. <laughs> the worst. And then jazz is fucking. And jazz, jazz is like. Jazz. Cool. Yeah, right. Right. Oh god, oh, man. Uh, where were we? Oh yeah. The oh, the look. hipster look. Oh, the hipster um, look, yeah. Get a, oh, get a trumpet with <laughs> a mute on it. Right. Um, man, I, you know, I, I, I guess, I don't think I have time anymore to be depressed about <laughs> somebody being like, I want to look like a hipster. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, yeah. that's, that's, of course, I mean, that's what's going to happen. I mean, you're going to get that. You're going to get like, eventually these, these terms go around and they become so meaningless that a 13-year-old is like, I want to look like a hipster. Yeah. yeah. What are you gonna do? Well, it's she's like already arms. she's already got a head start by caring too much. Right. <laughs> so I think that that's she's good in that way. Um, I got some from the advice app. Eric, Please. do you want to? Uh, sure. Read this. There's one? an advice app. Yeah, on yeah. the iPhone. It's called. Uh, I think it's just called. It's advice, just called right? advice. Although I don't even know if they still. I think it, I think it's still up there. But anyway, go ahead. Ooh, uh, this one's a rough one. And uh, also, we just find a lot of the times just like, hey. Here's my kick messenger message. Oh, yeah. A lot of people are either just like bragging or sometimes they're just like relationships. And then it's like, okay. Mm. Uh, Had a dream that my boyfriend was masturbating to porn right in front of me. And then he had sex with my sister and his ex. Oh. Then like a, I don't know, kind of (laughs) face. Oh, man. You need to get some. She sounds like she has very low self-esteem. And I'm sorry for her. What is is she? Yeah, I don't know. Is there a question involved there? I don't know. I, I think that this girl just needs to learn to trust a little bit. Or, yeah. I don't know. Sounds like she, yeah, definitely has some uh, some trust issues she's got to work out there. That's a more serious question. Yeah. Uh, dress like a hipster, you weirdo. Dress like a yeah, hipster. Yeah, exactly. Listen to some jazz. Dress entirely and, in, in and, uh, Shin's album. And one that I hope, <laughs> it, this last one I hope isn't too serious, but DC, if you want to sure. read, if you wouldn't mind oh, reading that one. just respond to them? Oh, shit, I might get into this. <laughs> I don't know if this one is necessarily serious. Here, uh, I mean, it sounds like the most serious. Big dick doesn't fit in my ass. What did What did I do? <laughs> Wait, I love this. I and now this what is, this is entirely. Um, it's really great. This is one where the punctuation deserves and, and, and capitalization deserves a, a spotlight. This is big dick doesn't fit in my ass. No period. Lowercase. What did I do? Question mark exclamation point. Oh, yeah. Wow. What did you do? Well, you tried to get a big dick in your ass. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much <laughs> it. Knock it off, teens. You did it. I, I like it off, because it's, like, uh, it's, it's, um, it's not like, it's not like, what do I do about that? Yeah, yeah it's like, yeah, what, yeah. what did I do? Like, it's like, I'm like suppo- karmically. It's like, my, <laughs> my asshole is clearly this? supposed to fit <laughs> something gigantic into yeah. it. Yeah. I thought, I thought I was a good person. I think all you did was just have a normal uh, butt. Yeah, yeah, normal butt. Which normal is great. Congratulations. You're, no, you're regular. Congratulations on your normal butt. Yeah. <laughs> Stop sticking Which is giant a things kind of Hallmark card, I feel like, is <laughs> not as underrepresented <laughs> in your local greeting card aisle. Congratulations on having a normal butt. It's nice to, like, the thinking of you, you know? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Normal butt. It has that shoebox old lady. I remember. <laughs> oh no, my cats! They're trying to fit big dicks in their butts. That's how I imagine that lady talking. Yeah, yeah. Audition for, that, like for a... that pilot. Yeah, yeah. That shoebox greeting card lady pilot. Oh, there, there was one. There was. There was one. Was there? Wait. Was, I think it was a cartoon. I'm gonna really? Look this up really? Oh god, quick, that does sound a little familiar. I'm, maybe I'm just I just like the idea that in the 2013 pilot season they were like, "It's time for an animated shoebox." <laughs> We've waited long enough. We've left them ready. hungry. <laughs> They're ready for it now. Maybe exactly. I just dreamt this. Uh, yeah, nothing's coming. <laughs> Did up. you also I, dream that she was masturbating while watching <laughs> porn next to you? Oh god, that's all I dream about. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, man. I love porn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the shoebox greetings. I'm lady. a dirty little girl. Watch well, out for the things that I had no idea I knew who that was until you said it, and I could just imagine her little glasses. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Nah, nah. <laughs> uh, DC, this yeah. has been so great. Thanks Thank for having you me, so guys. Much yeah, I'm glad we were able to, to get this. My get pleasure. This it was super fun. Uh, can I plug? Absolutely. Plug away. Plug. About to say, yeah. Uh, this comes out Wednesday. What's that? This comes oh, out fantastic. Um, so I... Uh, have a book out and for sale that I would love it if people would check out called Crap Kingdom. If yes. any of the things I was talking about in terms of like 
theater or anything like that appealed to you, I think you would really enjoy it. It's a comedic fantasy adventure about a kid that finds out that he is the chosen one in a, a fantasy world, and it turns out the fantasy world that he's the chosen one in is really, really crappy. Um, <laughs> but also there's like theater kid stuff in it and, 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 a, a bunch, and high school stuff. And So if you went to high school, buy it. I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, you can it sounds it awesome. I got it. Uh, I should have brought you guys one. I'm sorry, oh, I forgot. It's, right. um, it's uh, it. at crapkingdom.com is where you can find out where to buy it. It's also in bookstores. It's also on Amazon. It's also on Kindle. It's also on iPad. Um, it's also an audiobook on audible.com. Um, and, uh, I do a, if you're in Los Angeles and you're over 21, I do a, uh, just come to my house. Um, I do a, uh, um, uh, that's what that sounded like. If you're in LA, you're over 21. You're a BBW. Um, um, I do a, uh, stand-up show every Thursday night with my friend Eliza Skinner at a place called The Virgil, which is a really oh, great bar. Oh, cool, yeah. They have, uh, great nice. drink specials, great cocktails, and, uh, they're cheap, and, uh, the show is free, and it's every Thursday night at 7.30. It's called Big Money. We always have, uh, great guests. Uh, I think we have a particularly good show coming up this week, so come check us out. And, can you, uh, can you say who's gonna be on this I week? I can't remember. Um, <laughs> a lot of good people. I think Baron Vaughn's coming by. Oh, we, got, we got a lot of a lot of great people because it's Eliza's uh, birthday show, so it should oh, be really cool. fun. And uh, yeah, I think that's it for me. And everyone should also go on the internet and check out some Derek comedy videos sure. from uh, the days of your from the days of your from, uh, <laughs> before the inter- when the internet was young. When, when, the, the, when yeah, the magma when, when was still YouTube hardening was on the still, you know, maturing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, uh, those were. I mean, all those videos are so funny. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. So uh, definitely look look those up. Trying to think if I have anything to plug. No, no improv shows. But on May twenty second at Pear Space here in LA, uh, my band Wreck of the Zephyr is gonna be playing, and then the next night in Pomona. Uh, let me check. Twenty second and twenty third. I will post. Pomona. I will post it on Twitter. App. Follow me at. <laughs> yeah, follow me at at Iraq is. Uh, no, I'm sorry. God, I fucking everything up. Big Dick. At Big Dick sixty nine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at Iraq Gasoline, and I will post those dates. So. Um. I'm gonna I'm gonna plug one of the shows that I'm working on because why not? Because it premieres this week. But on Nat Geo Mountain Movers, it's not funny, but it's a show, and I was a producer on it, so check it out. What is it? What is it about? It's about these guys who build snowboard courses. Cool. I don't know. It's just one of those things. That but it's yeah. It actually was interesting to it's work on. It's not funny. It's serious. It's How yeah. Well, I mean, there are funny things oh, about okay. it, but it's like, <laughs> like it's, it's deadly like, serious. But you know, it's interesting. We, we try to tame the mountain. <laughs> The mountain must be no, tame, but it cannot. It's kind of it's like it's, it's a little blue it's collar, but it's these guys who who build like you know half pipes that's in cool. the snow. So that's kind of, I don't know. That's a thing. I so was imagining Geo. when you said mountain movers, I was hoping it was about like weird like Tibetan monks that can like move mountains with their <laughs> they're like super focused. I wish. Um, but aside from that, follow me at Crayon Wayans, and we are at Hateens Podcast. Mm-hmm. So say hey, what's up? And you're on Twitter on and Twitter, all that Twitter stuff. Twitter.com slash DC Pearson. Are you DC Pearson on all of your, like, I'm Tumblr DC, and everything? Cross, cross everything DC Pearson, I think, is the Are handle. there any other DC Pearsons out there that you know? No. No, that's not true. I think there's a, like, a marine biologist. Ooh, really? Who I would often uh, get uh, Google Yeah, alerts, I'm so. always fascinated by the same name people that, like, do things that right. are really cool. Uh, and I, I have this in common with... Um, Dave Ross, the comedian who's going to sure. come on the show, uh, we, we both gentleman. have people with our same names, Dave Ross and John Wiener, who are um, liberal radio talk show hosts. Huh. Oh, weird. Yeah, it's kind of like how, each other. It's kind of like that liberal radio talk show host, Michael Jackson. Do you remember, <laughs> do you remember him? I like, think, uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, he, he obviously shared a name with... Uh, Andrew Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I sometimes get email for this John Wiener because uh, he lives out in L.A. and so do you send it along to him like, hey man? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, we've we've corresponded a bit, oh, nice. and uh, I, I have apologized to him for sullying his good name. <laughs> <laughs> you should just start dropping like hyper conservative tweets. Yeah, right. Well, sometimes I'll get tweeted at if somebody's like promoting something that he has done, and I'll just be like. Wrong guy. Wrong guy. Uh, that's why. That's another reason why I changed my name on Twitter from John Wiener to Crayon Wayans. Is uh, didn't want to interfere with that dude's life a little bit. You could oh, that's get nice some, of you. You could get some of his runoff pussy though. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, I also, huge yeah, yeah. amount of that in the liberal radio world. Absolutely. Well, uh, DC. Thanks. Thanks again for having for me, guys. Coming on. Uh, yeah, guys. We did it. We Peace, did it. y'all. <laughs> All right. Bye, teens. Bye.